Hey there, you are listening to Friar's Side Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller. This week, Father Mike and I are sitting down to talk about all things Holy Week, which, can you believe it, is Sunday. It's amazing, Em, that we are already at this point in our uh, Lenten journey, that we've got the holiest of Holy Weeks mm-hmm. coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, all pumped up, fired up for what's going to be, I know, a great uh, grace-filled moment for uh, for us, and certainly we hope for our students and for so many uh so many folks around the world. I'm juiced. Yeah. Um, and it all starts with Palm Sunday, which, um, yeah, I I love that day. You do? Uh, you like getting something. You're just, anytime you go to church and get something <laughs> other than the Eucharist, it's like getting going shopping. Well, it, okay, it is, it is, it's pretty fun to be able to make some palm crosses. Oh, that's right. You're it. one of those, uh, yes. who taught you that skill? Oh, I taught myself. You taught yourself? Yeah. And then I made them for everyone in my family, and now legit students come up to me afterwards and ask me can you make me a cross like, they do do they whisper like that because i don't know if our our listeners heard you <laughs> can you make me a cross yes emma's taking orders now if you want a palm cross she will uh, yes order in advance in advance just 9.99 but wait there's more <laughs> Well, I, I, I've always wanted to learn. You know, you go to Charleston, and they have those women who make incredible things out of palm Bas- Yeah, the yeah. baskets and everything. And, like, sure. little roses and all sure. that kind of stuff. But we know that's not the heart of our celebration. That is not the heart of the celebration. That's just, no. like, a shiny little byproduct. Sure. Um, exactly. You know, of course, the uh, the palms, the significance uh, there is um, is huge for, uh, if we, you know, when we think about that day of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem and how, you know, it, it was... I'm not, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, and I, I hate, uh, hate is so strong. I appreciate mm-hmm. you say that, but I yes. dislike immensely Pittsburgh Steelers fans. <laughs> I've heard oh, that. God bless you all you <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers fans out there, but the, it's the original terrible towel. You know, if you think about the terrible towels in, in Pittsburgh, they, they, wave. they wave those those towels <laughs> to, you know, to show their support for their team. And really the waving of the palms, you know, can can be seen as just this sort of frenetic sense of mm-hmm. this man is awesome and we have to celebrate his arrival. And so grab, you know, grab the palms off the trees and, and, and throw them at his feet. You know, mm-hmm. don't let him walk on dirt. We got to we gotta wave him in the air. We got to celebrate his arrival. And, uh, and I think for us, you know, um, if we accept those palms and that spirit of jubilation that Christ has arrived to save the day, to win the, the, the eternal victory for us, then we get, I think, more what's at the heart of yeah. the Palm Sunday celebration, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm still um, always struck. Well, I, I guess I just have a question, actually. So everyone's waving these palms at Jesus. They're super pumped that he's here. He's done all these amazing things. Is it the same group of people that turn on him later with, like, Pontius Pilate? Or is it, like, a different group of people in the city? Because that would be kind of crazy to be, like, like bowing down to Coach K and like, oh, he's the best, rah, rah, rah. And then within a week deciding he needs to be out of here. He's the worst. Right. Yeah. How, how terrible are we that, you know, in, in less than two minutes, we make references to Jesus and terrible <laughs> towels and Coach K in some some wacky Christian world of ours. But uh, no, I, I think it's a great question. But I, I would suggest it is the same people, much the same way that you and I on one day or during one day can respond so well to God's grace. And then at a later moment in the day, we turn from God's grace, mm-hmm. that that our weakness, um, we shouldn't look upon the 
the folks of Jesus Day and say, gosh, what were they thinking? You know, how did they not how did they not get it? Mm-hmm. Or uh, clearly it was some different group. You know, no, no. I mean, I can believe it's the same people and much the same way that every day I know I'm capable of, of responding to God's grace and doing great things. And I'm also capable of doing great sin, you know, and, and um, sometimes figuring out that fine line is is a challenge. And I, I'm grateful that uh, that God's goodness is with me to to walk with me to, you know, mm-hmm. to help me to see where. I can be that sinner. Mm-hmm. You know? mm. Yeah, that's I, I, you. You always feel that when we're reading the Passion and we're playing the part of the crowd and condemning Jesus. That's a really painful moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that juxtaposition of coming in so triumphant and then turning on him is. Um, yeah, that's a hard thing to recognize in sure. ourselves. I hope uh, our listeners know that um, it's interesting that. The, these very palms that we'll we'll be holding on to and and uh, hopefully you know we're always encouraged to take them home and put them in a prominent place i don't know you know i always i had a picture of the sacred mm-hmm. heart in my bedroom as a kid and the palm every palm sunday always <laughs> went behind the the uh, that picture of the sacred heart and putting it someplace prominent to remind us of ourselves but know that that's what the ashes are that we use at Lent. Mm-hmm. It's burnt palm, you know, from, the, you know, maybe the year before. And so um, realizing there's a, a kind of a circle of yeah. penitential life mm-hmm. in the palms to ashes mm-hmm. uh, lifespan. So uh, something something's precious there, I think. Yeah, I feel like all these little details that we take for granted in Catholic faith, right. the palms, the ashes, like it's all, it's so deep and rich. And I feel like, my sur- my level is or my understanding is often surface level. <laughs> no, I, I think for all of us, and even for those of us, for me, for example, that you know I've been taught these things, mm-hmm. but do I fully appreciate the significance yeah. of these uh, as much as I should? Maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I want to um, talk about. I know you've mentioned this before that one of one of your favorite parts of Holy Week um, is the Chrism Mass. Yeah. Is that on Tuesday or Wednesday? It's usually on Tuesday okay. in most uh, most dioceses, and and I, you know, you say Chrism Mass, and I'll bet you, ninety percent of our listeners are saying, "What's that?" Like I, I don't know that I've ever been to that. Well, but yeah, that was me up until a few years a few ago years when ago. I went for the first time. <laughs> usually Tuesday during Holy Week, the bishop gathers with all of the priests mm-hmm. of his diocese and consecrates the uh, the sacred oils that are used. Uh, at the Easter Vigil, uh, but also throughout the rest of the year, mm-hmm. the oils that are are used to, uh, uh, you know, anointings at baptism or the the chrism that's used at confirmation and holy orders for for ordinations, as well as the oil of the sick that's used, you know, uh, for for those who are in need of of a physical and spiritual healing. Mm-hmm. So um, those oils get blessed, and so it's it's beginning to prepare ourselves for these high holy days of Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and and uh, Holy Saturday that kind of kick off with the, the local church um, of the diocese kind of coming together mm-hmm. and then going out from there to the four corners of the diocese. And here in the Raleigh-Durham area, we go from basically just a little bit west of Burlington, which is about halfway through the state, we go all the way to the coast, yeah. you know, and it, and knowing that in, in other states or dioceses around the, around the world, the mm-hmm. same thing is happening. In some dioceses, the, 
you know, the travel's pretty extensive, you know, yeah. so it starts really kind of the beginning of that, the, the, the Holy Week celebrations kind of start in one place with the bishop and mm-hmm. then it kind of goes out from there. I kind of, I like that connection to a bigger church. Mm-hmm. I, um, well, I'll be the first to admit I'm an easy crier, um, but I have, like, when I went to my first Chrism Mass, um, seeing all the priests from the whole diocese there in one place. I mean, I'm sure there were, you know, some stragglers who sent other people, whatever. But, like, that was incredible to me. And I, I just teared up seeing all these just incredible right. men who decided to give give their life to the church. And they're all there together, worshiping together, part of this, and then taking it back to their communities, their families, and their parishes. That is it was, yeah, it was really incredible. For, I'm just tearing up here talking No, it's, I appreciate that. It's so beautiful what you're saying. And I feel the same way. And part of the ceremony, part of the Mass, there's a, uh, a commitment that the that all priests and, and, and deacons as well recommit themselves mm-hmm. to um, to the vow of life that they've, they've chosen. And, uh, and that's, you know, I think a, a beautiful moment of recommitment, especially during this week. Yeah when we celebrate um, Christ's gift uh, to us of leadership in the church, you know, Mm -hmm. and and recognizing our role in that. Yeah. Um, Thinking about leadership in the church, I, of course, start thinking of our our next celebration on Holy Thursday and the washing of the feet and what Jesus's leadership looked like and and servant leadership played out through the priests. How do you... (laughs) You're, you're, you're getting emotional. No, I'll tell you, it, uh, yeah. Holy Thursday is so rich, and I'm just not sure that folks fully appreciate all that goes into that Holy Thursday liturgy. Um, it's so chock full of symbolism and celebration, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but probably most importantly, though, and, and what maybe a lot of folks don't know, it's it's one liturgy, you know, Holy Thursday. Good Friday and the Easter Vigil mm-hmm. are all one one liturgy. Once we start on Holy Thursday, it doesn't end until the final blessing on on the on the Easter Vigil. So there's you know? no final blessings, Holy Thursday or Good Friday, exactly. and there's no like exactly in the name of the Father That's and the right. Son. We do not begin oh. that way on on uh, for the for the liturgy on Good Friday, nor on the Easter Vigil. You know, it's uh, because the we've just paused. Mm-hmm. We've pressed the pause button and. There's, uh, you know, again, you can't separate any of these components. No, that, it's all part of hugely important. Mm-hmm. Well said, Emma. You know that that they're all mm. connected. And Holy Thursday, you know, c- certainly, you know, it's most well known for the institution of the Eucharist. Yeah. You know that Christ is, uh, you know, is it knows that his his death is near, and he's going to be. Uh, leaving his his disciples, and he wants them to have his real presence, and and he does it with simple gifts, bread and wine, things that are part and parcel of everyday life, mm-hmm. symbols that um, transcend, um, you know, the the complexities of life and get down to the basics, you know, and and so we celebrate the institution of the Eucharist that Christ wants his real presence to be with us always, and then we also celebrate. The institution of the priesthood that he he creates this office mm-hmm. for people to be able to offer sacrifice, offer the one sacrifice that 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 he offered 
to be able to do that. And then he shows how to do that. Mm -hmm. And the way in which that's done is by a servant leadership that says, I am willing to get down and dirty and wash feet. You know, that, that it doesn't get any more visceral, you know, any more base than washing feet, you know, and, and I think having that sense of leadership at the forefront of what, you know, what we're, you know, what we're doing on during these holy days and realizing that as much as it's all about growing closer to Christ, if we're not getting out of ourselves to serve the needs, the most base needs of people, then we're not building the kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's really you know, the heart of, of the, the Christian, you know, mission, you know, mm-hmm. is to build the kingdom here on earth, you know. And, and so the only way that we do that, we start at the at the feet of all those <laughs> that we serve, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so have you ever had your feet washed at a Holy Thursday celebration? I don't think so. I mean, since I've been working for the Catholic Center, I've always been the one in charge of getting the people uh-huh. whose feet we wash. And so do, do you find that hard? Uh it's super hard. Why? People don't want to get their feet washed. It's, I don't know. They're afraid to have their own feet touched or they don't want someone to see their feet. Although I'm sure some of these people get like pedicures and things. Maybe they just don't <laughs> want like a priest to have to wash their feet. Right. Why is that so uncomfortable? Well, I, I mean, I, I do think that it's, it's humbling on both sides. You know, if you think about it, the, the reluctance on the part of so many people to have their feet washed probably suggests at a deeper level, I don't want to be served. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm strong enough. I can do for myself. Yeah. You know, I I don't want to subject myself to that kind of scrutiny nor to being, you know, to being served that way. Um, and so it is humbling um, to not only wash feet, but it's also humbly, humbly, um, humbling. Humbling. I get, I get that out <laughs> at one point. It's humbling to to have your feet washed and so that's probably at the heart of some of that reluctance yeah that's true we ha- you and i have talked before about how hard it can be to accept other people's generosity and right. care um right. especially when it feels one-sided right. um, that is- and i think many of us we have hearts for service but we're in, we don't necessarily have hearts to be served yep. in a humble and holy and righteous way it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a very unique dynamic, and mm-hmm. we got to approach it the right way. <laughs> so true. Well, okay, I I don't want us to come off as like liturgy nerds, or we just <laughs> we like... are. It's okay. Own it. Own yeah. your we just love liturgy yes. so much. Um, why can you before we jump into Good Friday? Why we're talking about all these services? Why would people want to go to extra church? during the week like, so true they go on Sundays isn't that enough like Easter's going to be a big celebration why do we need to go to all these extra things yeah it's true and um, you know truth be told you know none of the the liturgies of the Triduum are days of oblig or you know are celebrations of obligation much the way Sunday is you know Sunday you have to you know we're obligated to go mm-hmm. we're not obligated to go Holy Thursday or Good Friday or to the Easter Vigil so being clear about that, um, I also think if you have not experienced this, these ritual moments of the church, um, it's hard, I think, to fully appreciate what these high holy days are really all about. Mm-hmm. And the, the temptation then is to simply glide over it as, oh, oh, Good Friday, it's the day Jesus died. Oh, I know what that's all about. Or Holy Thursday, that's the Eucharist. I know what that's all about. <laughs> but seeing the rituals carried out in a unique and special way, um, for example, Holy Thursday night, you know, we, the, again, the liturgy doesn't end, but we take the, 
the blessed sacrament that has been consecrated at the at the mass on holy thursday and we repose it we place it in a different chapel mm-hmm. and we invite the faithful to come and pray and worship and adore the lord to to almost mimic the uh the night in the garden mm-hmm. when jesus said you know stay and pray with me you yeah. know and and what's wrong you can't you know you can't stay you awake can't an stay hour awake you know an hour. Yeah. and so uh i i think there's doing something like that late on a thursday night when you're tired and you've been working all day and mm-hmm. now i'm going to go to this ceremony or this celebration and and I'm going to spend some time, or even if you can't come to the liturgy, that you spend, you come to our chapel repose here. It'll be in, in Goodson Chapel until midnight. You know, you stop in on, on the way out of Perkins Library, and you stop in for 10 minutes and just say, Lord, I want to spend this time in prayer with you. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't come to a church, you know, do it, you know, find some ways wherever you might find yourself yeah. on Holy Thursday night to spend some time in prayer with the Lord. So back to your question about, you know, do you really need to to do these things? You know, ask yourself: Do you need to to appreciate more what each of these days mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, sure. will we ever be able to say, oh, "I get it. Mm-hmm. I got it. I don't need to go." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think not. Yeah, I know. I know. It certainly also made my celebration of Easter that much more rich. Maybe it's that much richer. Um, <laughs> yeah, just going through. Uh, the last moments of Jesus's life uh, with him and all the richness of the celebration and it really brings home the joy of Easter morning um, that this is all for something much bigger sure. than any of us sure. or the disciples apostles ever imagined well that takes us into uh, t- Good Friday actually yeah. uh, that's the part that sticks out the two the two components that stick out most to me honestly are when it's just like a small moment, but when the priests prostrate themselves um, at the beginning, of at the, the very beginning of the mm-hmm. mass, that is, it's humbling even to observe that. But I can imagine it's very humbling for you guys up there. Yeah, and so this, the 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 Good Friday service, uh, which is uh, is not mass, you know, it's a uh, it's mm-hmm. you know it's still a continuation of the liturgy that that we've been celebrating. So it doesn't start with anything other but the you know the the folks you know priests deacons servers have to get in so they walk in in silence mm-hmm. and there's something powerful about that i remember parish uh, in the uh, where i used to help out in archdiocese of baltimore where um something they used to do that i found so powerful at the beginning of the good friday liturgy before the the procession even they would assemble the cross that was going to be venerated during the liturgy and it was massive and it was the these huge timbers these huge you know like railroad ties and they were held together by you know these metal plates and these these bolts and the knights of columbus every good friday they would assemble it and in a darkened church in silence Hearing hammers? these hammers oh banging these mm. nails into to putting this, ch- I get chills remembering mm-hmm. it. You know, it was so powerful, mm-hmm. so powerful. And for you, as you kind of you were saying, it's powerful for me as a priest to walk in in silence on Good Friday, and then just place myself completely flat on the floor, mm-hmm. as if to say, 
we bow. And all I'm doing is representing every person in that church and every Christian on this planet and saying, Lord, we lie down before the act of your crucifixion. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we, we, we humbly prostrate ourselves before this action, the saving act of yours, which is so powerful, mm-hmm. you know, and then we begin in prayer, you know, and, and go from there and, mm-hmm. and just, uh, and then we re- we read those, those powerful words of the, of the, you know, the passion, the passion mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I, I have to say more lately, and I don't know if maybe this makes me a little goofier as the older I get, but I'm finding it harder to scream, crucify him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I like, I, it, it's starting to resonate with me that I do that. I say that in the ways that I act sometimes, in the ways that I sin. I'm saying, crucify him. And I, it, 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 it yeah, I don't know. I maybe, like I said, I'm just getting more sentiment, sentimental or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but the, the reading of the passion, mm-hmm. you know, is powerful. Um, I don't know. Do you have a, a favorite moment other than that? I, um, uh, yeah. So the two, the, the priest's prostration on the ground, but then also the veneration of the cross. That's um, just seeing the different ways that everyone comes up and, um, yeah, venerates the cross with either a kiss or a touch or. Sure. Yeah. You know what I think of? So many of the people, as I see them coming up, I know who they are and I know some of their story. And yeah. I always try and encourage people you know, bring your cross to the cross. And mm-hmm. so as they touch it, I see them bringing their cross. And, you know, that that's powerful for me, knowing what their cross is. And as you touch, as you reverence this cross, as you venerate it, you're embracing your own. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, Good Friday. So many beautiful, beautiful parts. Um, also really hard, like you said, um, kind of painful. Sure. But uh, it's... It's all for something bigger, That's and right. thankfully we get to that in the Easter Vigil service. Yeah, um. <laughs> and just the Easter, Easter Vigil. There's not rich symbolism like the Easter no. Vigil. There is nothing mm-hmm. like it. There, it, and it it has the connections to so much of everything else that we do throughout the course of yeah. the year. And so, you got to tell yourself that you know you have to say it's it's a must do. You know, you know bucket list type of thing. But yeah, it be is. Some, some shouldn't be something you do just once. I mean. Um, and God bless you. And I know people that come to the Easter Vigil, which certainly satisfies their Sunday obligation for Easter it's Sunday. <laughs> but I know people that then come again on, mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday morning. And you know, they're two very different they, celebrations. They, you know, it, 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 it's different and the same. Yeah. All yeah. in the same way, you know. And uh, But I, I think um, appreciating, you know, we bring people into the church, mm-hmm. you know, that the the richness of here's how we share our faith and celebrate the resurrection by baptizing and confirming new members of our church. Let's rejoice that our church is, is healthy and growing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the, the liturgy of the word is so powerful. You know, we, we recount the history of salvation. We read how we got to this place, yeah. you know, and the, the, through song and through reading, there's so much, there's so much richness in that, you know, and, um, the fire, you know, the, the lighting of the, of the Easter candle, mm-hmm. the blessing of the water, you know, I, 
I'm going out of order here. But, uh, <laughs> Jumping but, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. It's too exciting. Yeah. Or the the singing of the exalted, which is the, you know, the sort of the Easter proclamation. Do you sing that as the priest? The, the priest or deacon sings okay, that. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a it, long one. It's a long one. And in some churches where maybe the priest might, might not have the best voice, they give it to a cantor, you know, oh, to okay, be able okay. to okay. sing it just because... To listen to some priest sing would, would be painful. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but not you who jumps in our choir well, when need be. No, you do have a really great voice. That's gracious. Thank you. But I <laughs> I, uh, I do believe that um, the Easter Vigil, you know, it's the culmination. It's mm-hmm. uh, the source and summit of the source and summit yeah. of our lives. You know, it pieces and, everything together it in does. such an incredible it way. It does. And so I, I just encourage our listeners, you know, I hope our podcast today is giving you a little bit of a taste. There's no way in 20 minutes we can cover all that that holy Mm -hmm. week is but just you know helps you to be proud that our catholic tradition has has brought forth from two thousand years some rich 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 symbolism that has tremendous meaning and and find a way to you know here with us here on campus or you know wherever you're listening or wherever you're going to be you know try and and make that a point and and watch your lenten experience Mm -hmm. you know be uh, punctuated at the end of it with a with a powerful easter which Mm -hmm. you know might lead us a little bit to what our next uh podcast topic might be i don't know easter (laughs) you're not allowed to say it's lent (laughs) yes well thank you guys once again for joining us for another episode of Friarside chats um we know we got a little uh, liturgy happy in this episode. It's okay, but we're nerds. We, we own it. Yeah, we, we'll own it. Um, it really is just such an exciting time. And you can find um, our worship schedule for Holy Week on our website, of course. Uh, if you're not currently receiving our emails either, please just send me an email. Uh, very easy to get on our mailing list. And you get all the information delivered directly to you, which is awesome. So, okay. It was great, great chatting with you, Father Mike. Good always to be with you, Emma. Yes. Okay. So, Friarside Chat listeners, email us anytime with thoughts, questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. My email address is erm13 at duke.edu. And for more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by many generous, awesome donors, our students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. Thanks. See you next time on Friarside Chats. Mm-hmm.